This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Thursday, the 18th of November. Justin, Amazon Australia has hired 1,000 extra staff members to help them prepare for the massive Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. Impressive. Seems like everyone's struggling to find staff, except Amazon. (laughs) Brett, ComBank has launched their brand discovery and deals app Cheddar. Okay. And they've also added an in-app shopping platform, Little Birdie. Holy smokes. All in the name of targeting Gen Z and millennial customers. Three expensive stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, Macquarie, the Australian investment bank, is getting into the property game and is going to spend $500 million on build-to-rent complexes. Ah, the big M doing something a little bit different, Brett. What is the story? So, Macquarie Bank is the Australian-born bank and financial services company. And unlike the big four Aussie banks, Macquarie is less reliant on retail banking. That would be banking for customers like you and me. And more well-known for their business and investment banking. Now, Fast forward to 2021, my friend, and they're stepping into something a little bit different. Yep, Macquarie is looking to sink $500 million dues into build-to-rent complexes around Australia. And this will operate under a brand that they've named Local. And what is Local's plan B, man? Well, Young Local wants to own around 4,000 units over the next five years. And Brett, it's not bad timing. As we know, housing prices have been soaring. So what's the key learning here? Build-to-rent is a new-ish kind of residential property development. It's basically where all apartments are owned by a developer mm-hmm. and then rented out to tenants rather than being sold off. The aim is that the developer can receive constant rental income from tenants as opposed to building the development like developers do and then selling off each apartment one by one at a premium. And Justin, for tenants, is built to rent a good thing? <laughs> well, it kind of can be because they're built for rental only as opposed to those built for sale. So tenants can often stay for as long as they lie, but the rentals on these built rents can sometimes be a little bit exy. For our second story, Warner Music Group, the record label of Dua Lipa and Ed Sheeran, they've announced their quarterly revenue increase big time by 22%, and it's all thanks to TikTok and fitness platform Peloton. <laughs> the everyday heroes, TikTok and Peloton. What is the story, Brett? <laughs> so Warner Music Group is one of the big three record labels here on Earth. Yep, that's with Universal Music Group and Sony Music Entertainment. Ah, the big guns are out. Yep. And Warner Music has signed massive artists like Cardi B. There's Bruno Mars. Even share, <laughs> And they've just reported some really fantastic results for the last three months, Justin. We're talking a 22% increase in revenue to nearly 1.4 billion US dollars. And on top of that, revenue from what they call digital platforms like streaming services, mm-hmm. that went up by 19%. And Brett, they reckon that TikTok music trends and Peloton beats have a lot to do with this. Those TikTok dancers ain't just for laughs, nope. Justin. So what's the key learning here? While TikTok is influential for many industries, its impact on music is next level. TikTok has become a hugely important promo tool for music artists and record labels. Think about it, Justin. Songs that become trendy on TikTok often end up becoming chart toppers. Like Jason Derulo's Savage Love. Doja Cat's Say So. Mm -hmm. In fact, Brett, more than two-thirds of TikTok users are likely to seek out songs on music streaming services after hearing them on TikTok. And it ain't just about trends, it's also about marketing. Yeah, artists and record labels can hire influencers to try and 
help a song take off. So if you see TikTok as only an addictive social media tool, mm-hmm. then you're not looking at its true power. Mm. For our third and final story, US mattress retailer Casper is going private again. And this is juicy because it's less than two years since they went public via a big splashy IPO. Flipping harder than Taylor Swift's hair in her <laughs> SNL performance, Justin. Yep. What's the story? All right, so Casper Sleep is an e-commerce mattress company that launched way back in 2014. They were kind of like the OG direct consumer boxed mattress. Kind of like koala mattresses in Australia. Now, this crew, they were young guns, mm-hmm. Justin. They raised tens of millions of dollars in their early days. And by 2019, Casper, who like to call themselves the Nike <laughs> of sleep, be called, they were valued at $1.1 billion US dollars. Not bad for a plain old mattress company. <laughs> and then in 2020, they decided to go public via an IPO. But Brett, unfortunately, it was all downhill <laughs> from there. Sales tanked, share price tanked. And now, after less than two years on the stock market, They've revealed they're going private again. Indeed, Casper was bought out for around half their IPO price by a private investment company named Durational. So what's the key learning here? We often hear about private companies going public Mm -hmm. via IPO, but it ain't so common to hear about public companies going private again. But Brett, that doesn't mean it never happens. See, Justin, generally, public-to-private acquisition is initiated by a private equity company. And why would they want to privatise a struggling (laughs) public company? Because they see an opportunity that may not be realised by investors of the public markets. Maybe they can turn the company around away from the prying eyes Mm. of all those public investors. And there are some other advantages to going private as well. Management no longer needs to comply with those strict stock exchange rules. So Brett, it may not be such a bad thing for Casper heading off the share market. Smart thinking, Jazzy boy. Flux family, do you ever hear a financial concept and you think, what the bananas does that actually mean? (laughs) Well, we've got them all covered on the Flux Learn page on our website. So head to the Flux website, that's www.flux.finance and hit the learn page. What's capital gains tax? What's CPI? What's a prospectus? All the big things, Justin. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.